Like we've been sitting here talking about ASU, but dude, I watched that game, man. He got. I I saw. I told him. I sent him a text, and I was like, "Hey, man, you grew up last night." I was yeah. like, I saw yeah. somebody who's starting to feel comfortable in his own skin, and it, it was just like watching him. And he got that first sack, and I could tell he was like, "I did it!" Like you know, he got his, you know, he popped his cherry, and he was kind of yeah, like, yeah. "Okay, I feel good." And and then he started playing, and then that second one he got, he got up, and that's when you started to see the, the, the little yeah, swag. Yeah. And he jumped up like, "Yeah, look at me!" And I'm in, I'm in pearls. Screaming! I got his jersey on, and people are looking like, "Well, I guess we got a root for the um, That's U of right. A." <laughs> That's all right. Bro. I was a proud papa, man. I'm not even gonna, um, not even gonna lie, man. I was. Well, you should be. I mean, that's that's watching him from little to now, and there's so much time left, so much growth left, <sighs> and when you have a hand in it, that also means something. That that's it means a lot. You know, that's that's the personal part. Yeah, because it's not just your son. You had a part mm-hmm. in what he's doing. That changes the whole game. Oh, I, I say it all the time, man. He's like, you know, I help raise my favorite player. Like, yeah. I get to watch him grow as a young man and yep. and develop. And so when he has success, and th- even with the failures, you're like, you feel that failure too. You're like, damn, man, I really, I feel his pain. Like, when he called me after the game, you know, that was that dad excitement. But there was that, I could hear it in his voice. He was like, yeah, dad, you know, we lost. And and I know he just needed a hug, man. Yeah. And, and you're like, God, I'm not there to give him that hug. And Hey, believe me, I went through it. I've never seen my son cry over a loss until last week. Really? Like, cry like he was two years old. Bro, it, it broke me up. Mm-hmm. And then for him to say, I'm the reason we lost, and I'm looking at him, I, it took everything in me to say. It was, you carried everything for a while you fouling out isn't what what lost that game it's like it's like yeah that's where dad wanted to say Mm -hmm. more than Mm -hmm. what i should have said but you're a coach and you have to remember that because a lot of those players play for me too Mm -hmm. yeah so and 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 they but what got me i don't know if i told you this but what got me more than anything because he was down like i said he cried like a baby the next day there's a couple kids that didn't show up at school that play on a team because they were just we lost the championship look y'all went 19 and one you won a championship and you lost. That's just that's just yeah. that's that's life. Yeah. So so I told him. I said, son, um, I'll, I'll clean this up. I said the <laughs> I said I said the world poops on you every day. Uh-huh. It's either this much or it's this much. Right. But every day the world poops on you. And it stinks. You got to make your mind up. Am I gonna shower or am I gonna smell like poop? Yeah. And so I found out a few days online at, at, at a banquet because I had a team banquet after. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the kids that, that was on his team, he also plays with him a club, but he sent him a text that uh-huh. said, don't leave your head down, don't get down, you're yeah. a shooter, I don't care how many shots you miss, you're on our team because you're a shooter. Yeah. Shoot, that's what you do. That's good, and man. so the mom uh, um, told his mom, you know, uh, and she was like, that just perked him up. And I said, I've never been more proud because you were all you were down like yeah. you felt bad yeah. but you still took the time to pick someone else up you showed me more in that loss of your character yeah. than you did in all those wins because yeah. it's easy to front run oh yeah it's <laughs> it's hard to pick someone up it is. when you're down yeah so i was like that and and i'm i'm like looking around like i got 
that's that's you know that's, yeah, that's my boy. That's, that's my, my boy. You know, that's, yeah, that's my, my son. son. Yeah, that's my son. So I I, I know that feeling because gosh, three years, maybe four years ago when we played Chandler, I say we Hamilton played um Chandler in a championship game at Desert Vista. It was during it was during the COVID year and it was down to the wire and you know, obviously you're sitting in the stands and you're kinda like, Well, why don't we run this play? We should be you know, so yeah. I'm I'm just getting ugh, like, come on, we can win this game and we lost. And it's like you said, man, I, I saw him when he walked to the fence and it was that innocence and that vulnerability that I haven't seen in him since he was a little boy. And I remember when he hugged me and we were talking and he was in my ear and he's like, Dad, what else could I do? Yeah. And I'm like, son, I don't did you you laid it all on the line and mm-hmm. and it's like as a father, you you get those, you get that moment of vulnerability and you just you just want to hug him and you just want to hold him and yep. let him know it's okay and, and I actually I stole a um a little something from Ray Lewis and he's like I told him I said man you know Ray Lewis said this he's like we play a game that we love nobody died out here right. nobody's life is over you play a game and you get to pick people up and you give people excitement and give them joy so as much as you feel like crap right now it's not as that's just a small part of what you do, mm-hmm. and it's like trying to find those words to pick them up. It is as a father, like you said, it just means those moments to me seem to make to me feel better than any time when he's having great success. Because yeah. when he's in that moment of like, man, I feel like crap, and to be able to pick him up and to make him feel a little bit better, you're like, yeah, man, yeah, you know, yeah, the father yeah. figure, yeah. the father. But look, I want to get started, man. So Let's we, do it. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I just appreciate you coming on and just, you know, I've been on your show. I came on there, you know, you gave me once. a hard time. Yeah, more than once. More so than hopefully this will be a recurring thing. But um, one of the things I, I just really want to get started here when we were talking about this and you were talking about evolving in sports mm-hmm. and, and we were just discussing it before we got started. And I want you to kind of talk about that, uh, the story that you told me when it came to basketball, how you saw basketball and then where you are now with your son coaching his team. Like, how did how did you get to that point of, I got to be more about this three ball and less about banging it inside? <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm old school, so I, 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 I like to mix it up. I like physical. I think you, you have to uh, establish a certain way that you play. Yeah. Um, and so old school was you throw it down. Patrick Ewing, you know, Patrick, all, all the artists, Gilmore. I'm going, I'm going, <laughs> going back. way back. Uh, Jabbar, you throw it in, you develop your big man, and you then once everything's soft and you pull everything in, now you start shooting, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was my that was my thing. I mean, I, I started coaching my son when he was five. He's thirteen now. Yeah. My my eldest son. Yeah. My my younger son. He's twelve. Mm-hmm. So um, started coaching him, and then I started coaching just because. A lot of youth coaches don't know what the hell they're doing, to be perfectly Man, honest with Don't you. even get me started. That's so, why I started coaching. Yeah, so because I, I had never wanted to coach kids because uh, I said I didn't have the patience for it. Yeah, yes. How, <laughs> how I found them, I don't know. But, but, <laughs> but so up until about three years ago, I was always, you know, you got to get the ball inside. You got to yeah. get the ball inside. Get to the rim. Da, da. And I'm watching this game, and, and, and I'm fast-forwarding college high school, NBA, and all these kids are just shooting, 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 yeah. shooting. And I'm like, if this dude somewhere down the line wants to keep playing, I've got to evolve, yeah. not change who I am, 
but evolve my way of thinking and yeah. my way of coaching. Right. So now I get mad at my kids on the team <laughs> if they pass up an open shot. So quick, quick story. I have a kid that played for me. Uh-huh. Okay. Left, went to play for another team. Right. Get a, we play them uh-huh. in, in, a, in, a, in a league game. Beat them by like 30. That's, that's a size <laughs> for I mean, we killing them, right? Right. So then at the end, he's like, Coach, I really just want to come back. And his parents are like, yo, we want to come back to your team. I'm like, well, that's cool because he walking in with our swag wearing their jersey anyway. So, you know, I'm, we laugh and having a good yeah. time. So we're at a, at a, at a practice and, and ball hits his hands. He's wide open and he passes the ball. So I'm not, all right, okay, okay. Ball hits his hands again. Pass. I'm like, what? Is, yo, what are you doing? Right. He's like, well, you know, the team I play for, they wanted the ball to – to move first, dump down, see if we have something, and kick it back out. I said, during all that time, you, you've blown up. I said, look, you got point, and this is very popular now in, in basketball, you got .5 seconds. You're passing, you're shooting, you're driving. But you got .5 seconds to make up your mind. I said, you're on this team partly because, one, you could play, but two, you could shoot. Yeah. If you pass up one more open <laughs> shot, it's on. And so – that's really when it hit me that like, wait a second, I've I've changed. Yes. Because I want that ball up. Bigs now, I say to them, you better learn how to dribble and shoot too. Mm-hmm. But until you get that down, rim run. Yeah. I don't have to dump the ball down. If you rim run, this guy shoots, you're up there, get it, go right back up. Yeah. So it's just funny how you look at this game. If you add shooting to everything else, you're fine. Look, I'm not one of them people that say Kareem wouldn't have been able to play now. That's idiotic. If you had Shaq, believe me, we would still be dumping the ball Ball, down. But he would also be able to hit a three. Yeah. So so in sports, you have to evolve. Yes. In life, you have when's the last time you were in a taxi? Uber. That's the Uber's now, right? Exactly (laughs) what I'm saying. Evolution. Taxis didn't evolve. So they're pretty much Absolutely, yeah. Except for certain cities. Exactly. Same with basketball. You could be one of them coaches. Or football, you could be one of them coaches, yeah. and and I'll I'll tell you another one later about football coaches that say I'm not gonna evolve. This is the way this is the way we yeah. do it. Okay, yeah. try try being married and not evolving. <laughs> try having kids and not evolving. Yeah. You have to evolve, yeah. and shooting is part of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's what you do. Because yeah. it's, it's the same with football. It's like like you said when I first started coaching my son's youth team. You know, everybody was run heavy. It was line up. You know, you're going to put 11 guys on the line and we're just going to power football. My team wasn't that team. And and having the foresight and playing in the um, NFL, I knew that you got to be able to throw the ball. You got to be able to throw the ball. So when I started realizing that my kids could spread the field Mm -hmm. and we could throw the ball, I had a quarterback who would listen. He would absorb what I gave him like a sponge, and he would be like, okay, coach, I can audible. I can check up. So you you start, like you said, you have to evolve. You have to look at what's going on around you and saying, okay, I see that these players are doing this in the NFL. This is mm-hmm. what they're doing in the NFL now. This is what they're doing in college. So to continue to run, 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 you know, that's not what we do. So mm-hmm. we, we were getting the ball out. We were getting the ball in our playmakers' hands. And it's like then when you, you know, fast forward to a time now, because, I mean, we've had the conversation. I've talked with it with many um, NFL uh, fans and they always talk about oh, this new game, this new game. Well, if this new game wasn't here, 
I don't know how much success my son would be having. My son's a six foot four, two hundred and twenty five pound defensive end, and that is the new mold for these guys. It it's no longer you got Jerome Bettis coming out of the backfield. I mean, running backs are what two hundred pounds, two ten, and it's about throwing the ball, throwing the ball, and you have to have those guys that can pass rush and get there. Whereas when I was coming up. It wasn't that way. It was line up. You, your defensive ends were like Reggie White, 290. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got 330-pound uh, defensive tackles, and it's not like that anymore. Now these quarterbacks are improvising, moving on a run, and you have to have players that can adapt to that. And I, I, I love the fact that it's changed. It, I think the safety-wise, it's gotten much better. I mean, you see hits sometimes where I'm like, well, that's not a big deal, but – Maybe when you were playing, but now right. I don't think that people want to see that level of violence anymore. I, I think they've actually kind of been like, you know what, I'd rather see the skill. I want to see a guy get down the field and make a great catch without some Ronnie Lott coming over and decapitating the guy. So, <laughs> Well, I think offensively the game has changed because of fantasy and because of betting. <sighs> yes. And and, yes. If, and and I think that changed slash evolved the game. Yeah. When – Look, I'm a I'm an old school Bears fan. Oh right? God, he's so, with the Bears. So those '85 Bears were nasty. Yeah. De- defensively, they were just nasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still remember watching the game when they put out three Lions quarterbacks in a game. You can't do that now. No, no, not at all. <clears throat> I mean, you cannot hit a quarterback like that anymore. No, not at all. So it's not fun. I mean, we don't have a good quarterback anyway. We finally got one now, <laughs> but that's a whole different story. But that's why I believe the USFL and the XFL don't work. It's not because of football. It's not because of the talent. It's not because of the skills. Fans can't watch a game that they can't know the leader of the game of the team that's playing. So if you are if you're the quarterback of the Cardinals, Everybody knows he's out. Everybody's just waiting. They're watching him waiting to say, oh, when he comes back or if we get the number one pick or if we – but it's always – when was the last time you heard someone say, man, if we get that one running back, oh, uh-huh. we go that, – that's those days are gone. Yeah, it is. You know, I the, mean, you see that with the contracts. Yes, yes. And, I mean, the days of, of, of Walter Payton, Wilbur Montgomery, Tony Dorsett. Curtis Martin. <laughs> carrying the ball 35 times no. a game. Those days are gone. Yeah. So we could complain, and I, and I say this as a Bears fan – we could complain and talk about defense and, and three yards in a cloud of dust. They ain't coming back. No, no. So all. it's all about the QB. And and your son plays a, a, a great position. D Edge rushers? Yes. Look, in the NFL now, you pay quarterbacks, receivers, edge rushers, cornerbacks. Yes. They get all the money. They do. They, they get do. all the money. And I'm very happy <laughs> about that because during my time when I played, you know, you you would see guys get some contracts, but it wasn't like it is now. I mean, you get double-digit sacks. I mean, what, if Bosa just got like $170 million over five years? Like, I mean, the, the money is just exponential now. And, and I think that because of that, like you said, it has worked its way down to college. It's worked its way into the high school game because yep. that physical run the ball, run the ball – it's. I don't think people want to see that as much. Mm-hmm. I think it's now about the excitement of the game. How quick can we put up points? You know, like we were talking earlier about the USC U of A game, and you know, I remember watching it, and I'm like, wow, we held this team to 28 points during four quarters. But then at the end of the game, you're looking at it, it's like 43 to 41. Like, right. where's the defense during all that? Right. So it's it's just I don't know like what the game has become, but. 
I, I guess I find myself being like, you know what? I, I like this, though. I like the fact that it's more about the athleticism and less about being 300 pounds and being able to just take on double teams and knock people out. Right. Like I, I love watching Aaron Donald play. Absolutely one of my favorite players to watch play. And, and you know, I, would a six-foot-one, three-technique have made it five, ten years Not ago? <laughs> no. But that, except for him. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he, he's, he's, he's special. He's, he's different. He is him uh, and Dominican Sue. Those dudes are just different. They're built yeah, different. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, because you know I, I equate, as you know, a lot to basketball. Yeah. Now I don't want you just to get out there and run the ball up and down the court, but there are certain parts of a game where you have to be able to shut someone down. Yeah. You know, uh, if you're playing quarters, last three minutes of a quarter, you got to shut someone down. Yeah. Last three minutes of a half, you got to shut someone down. And the last five minutes of a game. You got to be able to shut someone down. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a rule that I have, and you can tell me how this equates to football. If you're down or you're trying to close out, three. If you get three stops and you score, or as, if you're constantly scoring, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, you're not gonna stop. No one's gonna stop somebody all game. Those days, those. Yeah. Uh, I'm the I'm the Kobe stopping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the hell you are. <laughs> the players are gonna get there. It's the same yeah. in the in, in the NFL. You know, I watch I watch a lot of these guys play. Can can you really stop these wide receivers now? You can't touch the them. Rules, you can't the way, yeah, I was gonna say the way the rules are set up is not is not really made to stop people, but right. you have to have some key stops in there. And, and it goes back to what we were just speaking on right. with the the game recently with USC and U of A. I'm watching and I have this old school mentality when I'm watching games sometimes where I'm like, gosh, you know, I remember when when I played, if you held a team to 17 points, if you did the those days are done. You're not going to hold a team to 17 points. I mean, realistically, 28 points, 24 points, you've played some really good yes. defense. And you have to have certain moments during the game where you step up and make big plays and get a turnover. Because like you said, people are going to keep scoring. It's built for it to score. The yep. referees are out there to let, hey, stay and watch the quarterbacks. You know, wide receivers aren't going to take any big hits. And it's just a, a – I, I enjoy it, but there are frustrating times where I'm like – God, that team gave up 28 points, and we're yeah. talking about how great they play. Quarterback pass for 300 yards, and that's a good game? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Or, or at, sometimes when you have special athletes, I was watching a high school game on, on uh, the four-letter. On the four, what? The four-letter. The four-letter? What yeah. are you E-S. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, oh four, okay, okay. Letter. I was like, the four-letter. Yeah, the four-letter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't cussing. The, no, the four, no. The four, I'm like, huh? And uh, – <laughs> And this quarterback had, I want to say at halftime, he had 200 passing yards and like two or three touchdowns, I forget. And the announcers are raving. And I'm like, he should be raving about his running back and wide receiver. He threw five-yard passes. They did all the work. Yeah. They, they took it the rest of the way. Yeah. Now, g- granted, his stats are going to look yeah. great. look great. But they did the load. So sometimes I think if we're going to go into this offensive football, mm-hmm. maybe there's a couple stats we might want to – we, we want to get pad a little yeah, bit like this was more on the running back this yeah. was more yeah but you know is do you really care at the end of the day i mean when you look at those gaudy numbers you're like wow he had an amazing game yeah but i'm i'm thinking more of like sometimes quarterbacks they'll get picked off because wide receiver tipped the ball they couldn't catch it it's like is that really on the qb you know it's, I mean? it's not it's like, not but i mean now you're getting into nitpicking and now you can just go down and Okay, we got to fine tune this and fine tune that. Quarterbacks get all the glory. Yes, then they got to get all the bad too. Yeah, that's true. 
They do get all the glory. They get all the glory. I mean, if somebody goes out and throws four touchdowns, we rave about it. But if he doesn't play well, guess what? You steer this car. So when we win, it's because of you. True. When we lose, it's because of you. True. You know, we, we're having that situation now down at U of A where we got a young guy that stepped in and he's playing great he football well. right He's playing great football he right now. Well. And you're in a predicament where it's like, what do you do? You know, he's even though he's lost against two um, top ten teams, does that make him a bad quarterback? You know, and it's what do you do with that now that you have to deal with something like that? Yeah, I, I, when I was watching that game Saturday, to be honest with you, he did everything possible. I, I now mind you, you, you know, you know, you know, I'm all day, all day with the Forkham, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I'm watching this game and I'm like, this kid. It's slinging that rock, yeah. and I'm like, this is about to be it. You know, you know, how, like when some get good and you sit down, so you readjust once, mm-hmm. and it's getting good, so then you readjust. Yeah. And next thing you know, you leaned over. And you, I was like, man. And the first thing I thought was, they gonna beat the crap out of my boys up here, because because yeah. y'all have see when I look at football like that, I look at where you are versus where can you go. Mm-hmm. You guys played SC like. This is where we're coming. Yeah. We're playing like this. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's, that's the difference. Defensively, you guys are coming like this. <laughs> we, we, this beats this. And I didn't want to let myself because uh, of the rivalry, but I was like, man, they're good. They're they going to they get us. I mean, you start, you start, you, you start, and I'm telling you, y'all, y'all got something. Jed Fish has something going down there that, that I think is good. He, at media day, he said all the right things, but he was telling the truth. Y'all got something going, and if a quarterback controversy when both quarterbacks are good is a beautiful thing. When both quarterbacks suck, that's a bad thing. <laughs> but that cat can he can he can sling it. He's he's good. He's really he's, good, and he doesn't have some of the background noise. So he's 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 yeah, good. He's gonna yeah, be all right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but like we were saying with the evolution, man, that's with these quarterbacks as well. I mean, whether it's the high school level or or whether it's in college, like you see, I remember when a quarterback for me was sit in the pocket, drop back, you sit in the pocket, you got to be able to look downfield, you got to read the defense. Now it's like the – I call it the Patrick Mahomes effect. Like these kids, they see what he does in the NFL and they want to emulate that. And I am good and bad with that because he does make some amazing throws. He makes things out of nothing. But I think it goes into, and we've had this conversation, it's like kids see Seth Curry shooting the ball like that, Damian Lillard. These guys have put in so many hours in the gym, that's why they're able to do that. You can't just walk out on a high school field, on a college field, and do that. And I think those kids watch Patrick Mahomes and they're like, well, I can do that. And and it doesn't always work out for them because the game has evolved to where – a back shoulder throw when we were watching football would have been an underthrown ball. Right. That would have been something like, what are you doing? Get the ball. But now because of the, the athleticism of these young men and these adults, they can now say, you know what? I'm going to allow my guy who's six foot five, who runs a four, four 40. I'm going to throw it up there and let you do the work. You know, yeah. that back shoulder throw, that was a terrible throw years ago. You would have never told your kid, whether high school, college, whatever level, 
Don't do that. You got to lead him out there. You got to lead him. Now the game has changed and evolved so much that if mm-hmm. you can't keep up with that and instead of as parents being like, well, when I was doing this and this worked for me, you have to be able to change with the game and you have to be able to adapt to that. And I think those teams – and those players and coaches that can adapt to that kind of change are the ones that have the most success. Well, the NFL is a copycat league, as you know. Yeah. And they're smart. They're saying, wait a second now. We're drafting these guys. Nebraska's not running out seven 500-pound linemen anymore. Yeah. They're athletic and quick. Mm-hmm. I have an athletic and quick Running back, I don't have a, a, a Christian Okoye. <laughs> These guys got to be able to pull and get in front. Yes. Um, why am I still going to draft that? Yeah. Well, so they're copycatting each other for college. And then college now, I like, is getting smart. They're like, well, wait a second. These kids are coming from high school. We got to start playing. See, what I think makes a good coach, am I going to play what I play no matter what? Do you have to fit me? Or am I going to draft kids that fit what you do? Do I want this talented quarterback coming out of high school that plays in the spread but when he comes to me that's not what we run so am I going to change it and what what I've noticed is what's beautiful about it is as the pros adapted to college the good college coaches started adapting to what they're recruiting and now they're playing what these kids play and they're just getting better and look you remember a quarterback when Steve Young first came out what they say you better stay in that pocket yeah you, you, Warren Moon. Warren, you better not yeah. leave that. You better not leave that pocket. Mm-hmm. Now, it's changed to well. It's okay if you slide and move and get yeah. out the way, run with. But that didn't start because of the pros. It started because that's what college was sending them. Well, college had to do it because that's what high schools were sending them. Yeah. So that evolvement came not because they wanted it to, but this out is what we're, this is what we're sending you. Look, you tell me now. Would you rather have Jalen Hurst? who can get out of trouble, or a big six foot four, I can take that big hit because I'm going to stand right here like no, an apartment. No, no, Games change. The game has changed a lot. You know, and, and high school has changed. And and a lot of people have problems with that. But that, lead, that led me to what I was saying. At the Pac-12 conference, I'm sitting there. I'm watching these coaches, and I'm hearing coaches talk about the portal and NIL, right? Oh, man. And then one coach said – well, yeah, we we know that's there, but we're we're more into the traditional. We we want to re- go out and recruit, mm. bring players in, and 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 have them learn the way we do things. And I looked at the person sitting next to me. And I'm like, they're gonna lose yeah. because unfortunately he hasn't evolved. We see that with Dabo Sweeney. It hasn't. You haven't evolved. We may not like it, right? Yeah. I definitely have my opinion about it. <laughs> but but that's the thing now. And and a person who's getting a lot of heat for the way he did things, uh, we, we've talked about is Dion. He said something that a lot of coaches think but won't say. Why am I going to get a recruit and then find out he can't play? Whereas I have the ability to know he can play yeah. after his freshman year, come with me. You, you know what? And... and, and 
that to me, I, I think that sometimes guys jump on that portal and they're like, I'm going to build an entire team. Like, I still think there's something to be said for getting these kids in and building them up and building your kids in that environment that you're trying to build at your school. Now, when you start bringing in other people, you're bringing in other – it's like going into a marriage with stepkids. Like, you you know, this kid's been raised a certain way. Now you have a certain Good idea. And, and so I, I, I see where it's beneficial – like if you are trying to make an immediate impact, right? That's absolutely I understand that. But over the long term, what's the sustainability of that? If you're constantly turning over every year, if I've got a kid, and it's because we're talking about Dion, if I you're recruiting my son, and I've seen up until this point, this is how you do things. I don't feel safe sending my kid there because if he has a bad year or if he doesn't do something, he could be all right. You got to go get the portal. And yeah. as you know, there are thousands of kids that are still sitting in, in the portal. portal right now. Yeah. And, and so it's like you're firing these kids with nowhere to go. Like, well, we hope you do well, but that's not our problem anymore. But see, to me, it's always been like that. Just not said. Not not kicking kids out. Like see, just being able to walk into a room and say. I've got 80 kids in here, 50 of y'all need to go. Like, that's... See, I thought it was crass. Some coaches can do it a crass way. But I think it was it was truthful. Yeah. A, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, the, the delivery sucked. It's like giving you a steak on the garbage list. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> you, what it is. You know is, what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, the delivery sucked. But if I'm coming into a place, I got to keep my job. It is, absolutely. And And... I'd rather fail, and we see that all the time in sports. I'd rather fail with what I chose than fail what with what he chose. Now, the good part though is, and you remember this from your playing days, mm-hmm. coach comes in your living room, sits down, tells your parents, I'm gonna take care of him. Don't you worry about a thing. I got him. Yeah. He's gonna play for he's gonna play for me, play for the school, and don't worry about the next four years. Yeah. Three weeks later, coach just took a job. At Michigan, Mac Brown, Mac Brown did it to that us. Was, Our so, senior year, he yeah. went to Texas. So, but but as a as a freshman, you haven't even set step foot on. And let's say you're a say you're a fullback, mm-hmm. and now the next next coach comes. They hire he runs the spread. Yeah. You can't transfer. You can't. You can't. You're you're now you're stuck. You're stuck. And if he says, well, you know what, next year, as a lot of people don't know, it's not a four year scholarship. No, it's, it's for one. It's for yeah. one year scholarships. Now you're sitting there, and he's like, well. You didn't really play. I wanted to take that scholarship away from you and give it to someone that fits a little bit better. I would rather fight the enemy that I know and know that's out there than have something like that come along and I'm stuck and this guy's now gone. At least that's, to me, at least that's out there and at least this coach, no matter how crass it was, at least he told me the truth. Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's tough for me because I see it on both sides. As a former NFL player, college player, you know, I I see what the NIL and all this is doing to to college sports, and it's no longer an extension of high school where we're going to take care of you and we're going to, you know, help raise you up. It's now an extension of the NFL. It's like minor league baseball. and It's like, you want this money, then here's how we're going to treat you. And I just, I know the dangers of that, and these kids are just looking at what we see the monetary 
That's all we see. We want money, money, money. But what you don't understand is the second you're not producing and you're not doing what's asked of you, now you're gone and you have no plan for that. Right. And, and I just see the, the horrors of what could happen. You see the 2 or 3% that make the millions of dollars that go out there and you see them on Dr. Pepper commercials and you see them <laughs> on KFC. You, you see those, but the other 98, 99% of football is not getting that. Nope. And, and, and it, it just scares me because as a father, I know what's, what's out there and I know what's on the other side of that fence that you think is so green grass and beautiful rainbows and pots of gold and, and it's not that and, and so these kids they they get in there and they start you know I want to go here and I want to transfer and I want to do this like you really need to do your homework and be smart about what Correct. you're doing I, I going back to what I said I mean we were talking about Dion I would have a real problem it would break my heart from for him to walk in and all of a sudden you tell my kid hey we don't want you anymore and it's like well Kids need to develop. I mean, you know, offensive line. We'll take his offensive line. They need some help there. Was everybody that every offensive lineman that he got rid of were they all one in eleven kids or were they on a one in eleven team? I, right. mean, I mean, on a one in eleven team. Right. You. It takes offensive linemen time to grow and develop. You may not get a kid who's ready to play until his second year, third year. And you get rid of all those kids, and now they're stuck in a portal. Like you said, well, you know, I don't know. This guy doesn't have any film. He has the size. He looks like he could be good, but we don't have anything to evaluate him. Right, right. I, here's what's crazy. I'm going to take this all the way back, full circle. It, In a good, bad way, that's life, though. It is. That's 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 life. That's that it's gonna shower poop on you yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. You know, so you're gonna go to a job and, and believe me, I, I work corporate America for a long yeah. time. There are times they walk in and say, Hey, hey Paul, you know, uh y'all your department is heavy. You gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta cut some people. Now I gotta go in here and tell these people that and and, I, and bad comparison, I understand, but an eighteen, nineteen year old who hasn't developed bills versus I gotta go tell this, this person man that has providing this for man his family, or lady that's yeah. providing for their family. They're not gonna pay rent next month because I'm about to let them go. Yeah. So, un- unfortunately, that's the downside because yeah. nothing is ever just good side. No, no. there's always a downside. Right. So I think, I think what we need to do as as coaches, parents, mentors, whatever coming up, get them to understand. This may happen. It's like being look. You know, this being a parent, you have you have your kids have friends. I was like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? Well, as a parent, you're like going, yeah, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, let me tell you. There's a lot. There's a long list. Yeah, of every stuff. time you leave this house, every time that door closes behind you, my mind goes to, oh my god, oh man, what? Yeah, don't don't do that because because we are built as parents to think we have to let them know the worst so they can enjoy the best. Yeah, as a kid. It's everything is SpongeBob is the best best day ever, you know. So, so unfortunately, things like that lets them see the world is it's not all sugar. And I would say, I know you've had this talk with your son, yeah. And I know you've had talks with his friends that you know to Mm -hmm. to tell them your story and what impacts and and what's coming down the line. That's where if there's not a mom or dad in the house. A mentor. If that mentor isn't out there, then that coach. If that coach isn't telling their kid, look, I know you just signed to go here, but understand. Yeah. Now, that's malpractice on their part. Yeah. Because, yeah, what, what, what Dion did, I'm sure other coaches did. He just did his on camera. Yeah, he did it on yeah. camera, right. 
when when they when they do that, those kids actually should should have the first thing they should have thought when a new coach came, dang, we were one eleven. We were one he we, we know how he is with his stuff. Yeah. Crap, we might be gone. So someone But nobody nobody's ever told them that they don't they don't understand it. And that's where the malpractice comes in. Yeah. Because the NIL is there, the transfer portal is there. Someone should have said, Hey look guys, this may not it will happen. This may happen, yeah. and that and that's where that toughening, like that, that toughening. I, I'm I'm sure Deuce is tougher because of what you what you told. But they're still kids, and I guess that's where my heart goes out because I'm like, they're still babies at the end of the day. You're talking about 18, 19 year olds that are being fired for the first time, and that's dramatic. That's like it's it a is. difference between a coach coming in and saying, "Well, Deuce, you know, you're not going to start this week," versus a hey, Deuce. You might want to find a new job. True, but I know that you've set him up to let him know that what could happen. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not gonna happen, but it, if if that happened, he wouldn't be like, "Dang, why didn't Dad tell?" Why? Dad, yeah, yeah. Dad, told that's me. the first thing they're gonna say yeah. when something bad happens. Exactly. Well, you didn't tell me. No, that, I actually I did. That's why. That's why. Whenever this should be, that should be the 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 book, the analog book now for when new coach comes to town, understand. Yeah. This may happen, yeah. and 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 so as bad as it was, and as bad as it was on camera, and it looked bad. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I think it looked bad. Yeah. But I think we as a, as, as as in that role, we gotta prepare them. Because you know it happens in high school. Uh, a different a different coach comes on, runs yeah. a different offense. Like you said, you go from starting if you if you're running back wide receiver to all of a sudden. Dang, I can't get in. Now, I was on my way to go to college. I thought I had some scholarships coming. Yeah. Now, I can't even see the field. So, they're going to think something's wrong with me. Yeah. 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 So, that's been going on for so long. I, yeah. what, what I made, guess because now it's like so in your face, yeah. whereas it used to be hidden. Door. And it was a little more quiet. Exactly. And it was done discreetly. You know, you kind of fall into the, I guess, the role of, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But then all of a sudden, somebody's like, yep. boom, they pull down the doors, they rip down the curtain, yep. and there's Mr. Oz. Yep. And that's so, and that's what it is. Yeah. Because it's always happened. Yeah, it has. Yeah. You know, when people say stuff like, man, I never knew that. Well, that's because they didn't have camera phones. Now they got yes, a camera phone. That's, that's Believe me, true. that's always happened. But so yeah. now you just get to see it. So I understand what you're saying. What you're saying makes all the sense in the world. But it's just, again, the evolution. Evolution, and if you either evolve or you and know, sometimes you're on the wrong side of it. Sometimes you're the dinosaur on the side of evolution, yeah. and sometimes you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, brother, hey man, I appreciate you coming on, man, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you and just having you and your insight, man. I mean, it's just it's like sitting down, like when we have cigars, just having a casual conversation. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on here, man, and hopefully this won't be your last time on here with me. Of course, I, it, you know what? It was it was easy. See, when you come on with me, I always hit you with one of them questions. You where, do, you, you do. Know, I'm not gonna do that to you. you know, I'm not gonna put you on the spot like you do me on I, your show. <laughs> I was ready for it though. No, no, I'm okay. not gonna do that to you. I'm not gonna do that to you. That'll come next time. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates.